Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's time for 30B. Hello again. I hope, hope you've had a good week. Episode 30B here. 30B, Baker Street. Ah, yes. Um, uh, sh- where Sherpoo Home lives. Sher- <laughs> Sherplop Homes. And, and Shatson. <laughs> and his sidekick shuts. Doesn't quite work, does it? No. Um, oh well. Uh, uh, fun Brady is back with us, and we'll be discussing more uh, fun poo things and um, hitting up to your correspondence. Cooking so up a storm. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. Bye. What happens when Batman's greatest foe, the Joker, actually tries to become a successful comedian? Batman, we've got reports that the Joker has started doing open mic nights. This is going to be a crisis for the city of Gotham has never seen, sir. What if the Joker does well enough at the open mic night to be invited back to do it again for three in four weeks? If that goes well, well within seven to eight months he could be getting paid work in regional art centres or rooms above pubs in the southwest of England, for example. If that goes well, he could do that for maybe a year or two and build up enough of a, a reputation on the circuit to, that, that he could um, uh, command a slightly higher fee in, within the M25 and then he wouldn't have to go, he wouldn't have to travel as much that would save money. And it, around this point he could consider leaving whatever part-time work or, or, or sort of low-level flexible office job he's been working up to this point and then after that he could go to the fringe and all those crowds of people, sir. They, well, he wouldn't blow them up. He'd, he'd be, he'd be desperately flying. But I'm sure it would be chaotic and nihilistic in some way. And only Batman could stop him, sir, by becoming a, 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 a becoming a producer or, or something. But you know, the the fact remains that if the Joker, if he does well, within the decade, he could be on a panel show. Um, so we were just saying, and I, I, I'm with Fern on this, bread over cake. Yeah. For me, it's all um, tasteless uh, foam. <laughs> tasteless hard foam. And why have bread when you can have n- noodles? Noodles. Why? Okay, uh, or potatoes uh, or rice. Rank, rank your starches. This is my rank game. your starches. Rank your starches. Ladies Fern. and gentlemen, rank your starches. Get bread number one. That, ugh, that makes never, me sick. People always say it and it makes me want to scream with anger. Never okay. made a bread that I didn't like. Ugh, my God. Um, I wish I could be hypnotized into not liking bread. I've seriously considered this. Um, <laughs> that's the most fun brady thing I've so to, I, to pay someone to hypnotize you to stop eating bread and and as you're about to go under the hypnotist is going you're feeling sleepy and you're thinking finally and then the hypnotist says your footsteps were very quiet on the way in <laughs> no it's him it's the guy yeah it's the guy fuck that would be the thriller you know the thriller movie yeah
And so, then he hypnotizes me into thinking his dick is a baguette <laughs> got rammed down my throat. But then, but then you bite you, you bite it off and he a dies. Petty pan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I've no, I've very little empathy for like alcoholics. And then me and Alfie Brown were in Dubai and he was just having his usual beers and that. Yeah. And I was he was saying, Oh, I would like to give up drinking and I just was like thinking, just do it. But then I suddenly realised how much I would love to give up bread. And I could turn my career around if I gave up bread. I could be so skinny. And then... Have you tried just having better taste? In bread. In food. (laughs) And you wouldn't eat so much bread. Because bread is boring. Bread is Uh, one of the most ancient foods. Revered in every culture apart from Chinese culture. Yeah, because we never needed it. Bread is like... Bread and water is the phrase. Bread and water, they're the, they're the lowest form of each of food and drink. Or the that bread is the food that you wouldn't even deny a prisoner because it's so fundamental. Ah. Because it's so lowly. No, because... It it's not fundamental, it's about because it's lowly and, and yuck. No, gruel is made out of rice, isn't it? Yeah, lovely treat. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's love lovely of prison treat. Phil's love of gruel is legendary. <laughs> Wait, so we're ranking the starches. So bread number one. Bread number one. Even when I try and buy like rye bread to be healthy, yeah, I'd still eat it all. Um, this is where it gets tough. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows the number one, but noodles. Okay, okay, you're clawing it back. Qu- query: Do we put noodles and pasta in the same? It has come up before, yes. Pierre. My, 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 I say, up to you. If 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 they're different enough for you that you want to rank them differently, that's okay. up to you. But you okay. can put them together if you want noodles. Noodles number two, rice number three, but that would have been different previously. Potatoes at the bottom. I'm so I don't like potatoes. I I have sympathy for that. I th- I, I I love a, I love a chip. And uh, I love, a, I do like a roast, but I'm I'm never all that excited about potatoes. More than bread, certainly more excited about potatoes than bread. Okay, well, what's your ranking then? Noodles. I love this. Uh, noodles, pasta, but they're very close. I might as well put them together. Okay. Noodles, pasta, um, then uh, rice. No surprises here. Um, <laughs> then potatoes. Then way down at the bottom, bread. Really? Way down at the bottom. Insane. Where do we count? What's corn? Corn? Would corn be a starch? Uh, I mean, uh, you can make starchy things out of it. Cornbread. Yeah. That's bread. Yeah. I guess that counts under bread, doesn't it? Um, I guess you could put crackers, and that would include like taco shells. Oh, right. And poppadums. And and tortillas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's its own thing. Yeah, but uh, a soft tortilla, I think, is bread, uh, and hard taco shell is uh, a cracker. So <laughs> cracker is another category. Oh wow! Okay. This what is... about do you like those savory Chinese donuts? Of course. What are they called? You to you. Um, cha cha something like this. I know. What cha sui is the that's a roast, pork honey roast pork pork bun? Not a starch. Oh you, yeah. The bun is a cha. Is that the word? No, no. The cha is just um, the 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 cooking method. Oh, mm. um, yeah. The the cha cha siu has nothing to do with bread. It just can, that's just the pork on its own. It can come in bread. Oh, I see. I thought the it was like when you get it inside that gloopy bun. 
Well, that's a bow bit. That's, that's what a bow bit. That's okay, bow. I get you. Bow, bow, bow. I think I'm going to go back to China for the foods. Yeah? So it's so good. Yeah, well, my brother's getting married as well. In China, uh, presumably. Li- yeah, he lives there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's a long destination wedding. Uh, yeah, it's. Um, I weren't going to go back because of the. It's such a pain in the arse for visas and stuff. Rank your starches, Pierre. My starches. And no biltong doesn't count. Oh, oh. Um, fuck. Do you like biltong? I love biltong. It's great. I I like the proper stuff. I want. I don't like the petrol station nonsense. Um, mum, mum, mum. I guess if if. <sighs> If if noodles and pasta are going to be in one category, they'll probably end up being on the top. Thank you. Um, you see, Fern? You see? But yeah. then but then bread and then potatoes and then rice. Oh, it's a pyrrhic victory, but I'll take it. I I I thought I I thought for a second I thought I like rice actually, but then I you know what I like? I like egg fried rice. <laughs> I like when it's got like fried. Then there's oil and egg in it, and then I go. It's a delivery method. You know, whereas like the variety, the sheer varieties of bread available. Yeah. You know, rye rye bread, sourdough, bits of olive and tomato in there, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, I know. I, Toast, I, butter. And I mean, I do enjoy the occasional novelty bread. You know, but <laughs> but as a, as a as a basis, as a like as the fundamental foundation of your meal, I can't. I can't I did buy some olive bread once that was so olive dense. I was like, I w- if I wanted this, I would have bought olives. <laughs> yeah, I don't this, like that. This kind. is insane. <laughs> you know. Bagels, though. Bagels. Chola. Is that how you say it? That Jewish bread that's like brioche. Chola, yeah. yeah. I think so. It's very nice. Yeah. Bit of salt on there. Pretzels. Pretzels, yeah. Mm. Mm. Brioche. From time to time, if I go to a really fancy restaurant and they make their own bread, I mean, that stuff is insane. So oh, yeah, so I love good. that. But, I mean, it's so rare that... You but know. that's like the homemade noodles, you know? Yeah. Which we'll all be enjoying quite soon. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. I was just thinking, I love... Is it like those hand-pulled yeah. belt noodles? Yeah. Stuff. Here, near, near Pierre's place, listeners, um, I think one of the best noodle places in London, Sian Impression, right by Arsenal Stadium. Absolutely delightful, hand-pulled Sian spicy bang bang noodles. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I learned to make Biang Biang noodles because I had them in Melbourne and I didn't know where to get them in London. They fucking took me all day. Really? Yeah, yeah and the sauce is so basic, but it was like, I had to see like, like kitchen cupboards. I yeah. had to like cut the noodles and just hang them from my cupboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, yeah, a full-on operation. What's the most complex home thing you've tried to do yourself like um, a, as a food? Easily Swedish cardamom bula. What? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> yeah. Swedish well, cardamom bulla. Yeah. Uh, cardamom buns. You can get them in London at this place called Fab Fabrik or Soderberg yeah. in Soho. Uh, but, or you can make them, but it's... But why was it so hard at a bun? It's... Generally, I think baking's harder than other cooking because it's chemistry. Yeah. And you need to make sure you get the milk the right temperature when you're putting the yeast in but also it's just leaving it to rise and then learning how to not because you have to like braid the buns oh. to, to get them the right shape Man, that's dedication to bread yeah you like yeah. your bread yeah fern worships at the altar of I bread i made churros yesterday for wow. my dinner did, guest did you really yeah don't you have to deep fry those yeah did you get all hot oil in a big 
pan and everything. Yeah, I'd already been. It was a bit of a pain because I'd made fish tacos for the main course. Whoa! Um, so I had. Oh, phone's taking us on a trip down south over the border. Yeah, this is what I made. I made sweet potato bean taquitos, which sweet are sweet like, potato bean taquitos. Who yeah. are you? <laughs> I made purple potato and manchego quesadillas. Whoa! And then I made fish tacos and churros. That's crazy. Yeah, it was for Jess Foster Q, and she was like, "Oh, this is you're like a chef." And yeah. I was like, "I am a chef." Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're smashing it. Your um, food, the food you described there, Fern, had so many adjectives. <laughs> That's how I know it was really good. Yeah, I'm gonna become a chef when I quit comedy. I am also gonna become a chef when I quit comedy. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. What a uh, noodle chef. Yes. What's okay? Is this the? Uh, that, is that really your, your you guys think that's your dream you yeah. quit be a chef it's the no I'll open, a, I'll open a wine bar that's one that's my dream yeah you're a wine boy yeah i'm a wine boy wine and wine and noodle wine and noodle you could you could be the first mm-hmm. ever person to genuinely really sincerely try and pair fa- the best french wines with the various ramen broths um uh, god that'd be it. yeah i uh, I don't. Th- I don't think wine goes with broth in general. <laughs> no, I gotta it's a say. really hot, hot liquid with your wine. Yeah, I, I, I think it have to be like dry meals, oh, dry man. dishes. Um, but you're you're into your fitness as well, Fern, and you're a big deadlifter. Yeah, yeah which, I haven't been for the last week. Though. Which Pierre says is going is very dangerous. I find it. I don't think it's dangerous in itself, but its popularity makes me worried for everyone's backs. Oh, I I've got a trainer to teach me how to lift properly. Yeah. But you say even even doing it properly is not good for you. And I can't I say yeah, it doesn't there's feel a lot good. of debate over that. But uh, yeah. I'm well. No, I just I have a friend who's like a, he's a personal trainer, and he's like he's of he's of the opinion that because you know these things go in cycles. Yeah. And like in French the 80s it, in the 80s it was all about bench pressing and your chest and mm-hmm. like different eras and like now we're in like deadlift era. Yeah. And 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 CrossFit and it's all going to go to a new thing and Yeah. He reckons a lot of people's lower backs are going to get pretty funky because they've been buying so heavily into deadlifting. Yeah, cuz I started doing it my the personal trainer I had briefly cuz very expensive said um uh yeah, that's the best thing I could do for my back cuz I have lower back pain. Yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe this will help. Uh, I don't think it would. I think it's putting a lot of st- putting it under a lot of stress. There are other other ways you can do your back, yeah, back muscles. But you know what I found but really helpful was actually working on the muscle because yes, yeah, the thing is actually work on the muscles around it. Yeah. To give it support. So like I did some stuff on my just side stomach muscles there, and that really you know helped. So. But you're but you're the deadlifting queen. You could deadlift yeah, me. Yeah, but I was d- um not now because it was last summer when I was doing more and more and more weight and then i changed trainers yeah and um because i was like i don't just want to do deadlifts i want to get like buff yeah all over but that was more about him being like well you really should eat less food <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, i also want to learn to do a pull-up so i do um negative pull-ups yes not on the machine what's the negative pull-up is it where you're like, I'm so fat, I'm so fat. <laughs> yeah. It's where you like... Just put some bread jump, on the top. You jump up on the pull-up bar and then like just drop down oh, for a count of six. They kill. It's only the the lowering yourself bit, yeah. Ah. Yeah, you lower yourself down and, and will it that prepare kills. you to do a proper pull-up? Yeah, like I've actually done a proper pull-up by accident while tell it. It was just 
have you ever done this where you're like, oh, these are guys, so you can probably just do one naturally? No, what? I cannot. Do, I've never done a pull-up. But well, you. what usually happens is you end up doing a pull-up by accident while joking around with a friend. So that's what happened to me. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I weigh so much that for me to do a pull-up would be to expect just my arms and upper back to carry well over 100 kilograms. Yeah. And that's not happening out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, do, I do like pull-downs. To try and build up to that point, and and I also do the negative, yeah, pull up the tips and things. I can do a chin up, but I can't do a pull up. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm on my way. What's Is a chin up? Like when your hands are facing you, and it's like bicep and chest. Oh, okay. Whereas a ah. a, a pull up is like hands spread out, f- palms away from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sweet arms heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, uh, uh, covered in your mother's spaghetti. It makes it much harder. Yeah, it does. It's yeah. extra weight. It's extra weight. The more well, spaghetti you put on, palms. the better. <laughs> I do it with my palms facing me, so that is like a descending chin up. More. Yes. Yeah. But um, uh, I had my fat tested and all that after what? the French. You had your fat <laughs> tested. Where they, te- they test your body fat. Oh, God. Oh, right. They were the like fringe. scooping a bit out. And <laughs> no, no, they measured Delicious. it. They pinched you all over. <laughs> And welcome to the 21st annual Adult Baby Beauty Pageant. We are here live at the O2 Arena to celebrate the most beautiful adult babies of the year. And first up is a last year's champion, Jimmy Magoo. Come on up, Jimmy. Wow. Isn't he grotesque? Five foot eleven inches tall, with a belly like a big old marble, and a nappy full to the brim with adult poo. The nappy might be for babies, but the poo is all man, I can tell you that from over here. Isn't he just revolting? And next up is a new challenger who's been making waves in the adult baby world. It's Joanna Steptree from Stratford-upon-Avon. Joanna Steptree there, uh, um, one, of the, uh, one of the new uh, um, phenomenon of uh, women interests, female interests to the adult baby game there. They're of course new in the, the world of adult, being an adult, adult baby, uh, but boy have they made an impression real fast. Uh, Joanna there, uh, in, a, in, a, in a nappy, of course, in the diaper, uh, pooing herself, uh, sucking on that uh, rubber sucker. Americans call them pacifiers, and um, her breasts, her breasts, just just swinging wildly in the breeze. Of course, babies don't wear bras, so why would an adult baby? Why would an adult baby wear a bra? Babies don't wear bras. So great commitment to the part there from Joanna. And so there are Joanna's Norks swinging freely as nature intended, but as God did not. And finally, the third finalist, Jeffrey Tam Tam. Jeffrey uh, has won um, a lot of regional contests recently uh, because of his uh, big old blue eyes and 
the rather pleasant smelling shit that he, he, he uh, pushes out of his butthole. It's a lot, it's quite nice. Uh, I'm, we're not sure how he's doing it. Rumors are that he uh, eats a bunch of pineapple and then whatever pineapple he doesn't finish, he just shoves up his ass. And that's where we get a nice pineapple smell from when he does uh, do a big old poo in his adult nappy. Uh, that's all we have time for, for some reason. Uh, so join us next week to find out who has won the adult baby uh, competition. of the, tw it's the 21st annual adult baby contest. Reminding you that some kinks should be shamed. The fringe is so good for, like, Yeah, I was losing weight. weight. I'm the opposite. No way. Yeah. I've met people that gain weight during the French, and how do you do it? Boozing. Um, just uh, booze. Booze is part of it, but just eating like very calorie dense meals come for every to, meal. I'd come home to a takeaway pizza a lot of evenings. Really? Yeah, and they weren't mine. Um, those weren't mine either. Oh, okay. No, but I, I just mean like t calorie dense, like just a lot of grease or fat or mm. just yeah comfort food every day whereas I, I, I end up oh. sort of skipping meals because I don't have a chance to have anything like same that. same yeah. but my, my whole my whole body uh, what do you call it metabolism chemistry is devoted to putting on weight I can put on weight like you wouldn't believe I can build muscle really quickly my, my body is waiting for me to become as wide as I it believes I was born to be <laughs> it, it's like come on let's really go for this let's see let's see what will happen um, so I've never like, I remember at, in high school even I had friends who were like, you know, skinny teenage boys. And they were like, I just can't put on any mass, you know. Yeah. And they were drinking like mass milkshakes and things. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking <laughs> about? Oh, I have to drink milkshakes because I'm too thin all the time. What the fuck are you on about? I could look at a milkshake and <laughs> double in size. Yeah, easy. I thought I was like that. And then I just started counting my calories. And I was like, oh, no, I just consistently eat enough calories to be a bit fat all the time <laughs> oh yeah no i i definitely eat, eat more than enough um, but it's not a math like they were having to put effort into eating oh yeah i wish i was like that and that, that is amazing to me when you meet someone who's like i just can't eat enough yeah what it's the it's it's I compulsory people, and it's the best <laughs> yeah, those, yeah there's a type of person <laughs> that doesn't like food as well like those they, people terrify me you make me yeah. sick yeah what, what, what do they get pleasure they're from? Just, it's like Tupperwares full of like plain chicken breasts and like think it's people who to, who eat to live. Yeah. 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 They're like robots. I have fuel now. Ah, make them. But that's make a lot of people who are fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> they people do. who think that oh, they're yeah, they naturally thin actually just don't have enthusiasm for food or don't. Like, the fact I've been thinking about that Jean impression place since I found out about it. <laughs> they don't think, how many hours is it till I can next eat a meal again? Yeah. They, they <laughs> just don't think that way. They just think, like, they're, like they're, they're, ah, these are the people who say things like, I just forgot to have lunch today. Yeah. It just slipped my mind. On the days where I, like, can't have lunch because I'm too busy, I'm like, oh, God, I'm, like, anorexic now. <laughs> just, and then I'm like, I better have two dinners to make up for it. I wouldn't want to get ill. Yeah, I yeah. I better have these two dinners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you trying to get strong for your own um, self-obscene fan, or is it to fight off the adult babies? Are you going to get <laughs> st strong enough to rip off a Mickey Mouse nappy <laughs> oh, in one don't. go? <laughs> don't say stuff that I'd encourage him sorry yeah 
Yeah, um, well, f- well, f- he's going to switch to Phil now with all Phil's hot. Oh, no! Phil's mummy talk. Oh, um, m- mummy help. My, is it? Muscles have gone I've not gone in a week. They deflate, don't they? just kissed yeah. her bicep. But yeah, it but it was coated in fat. Yeah, she, she kissed her and... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like she'd yeah I, I you deflate though but like you feel like you do yeah i'm gonna start um i've realized when i copy what my boyfriend eats i lose weight because he um lost a bunch of weight and all he eats is like he just eats the same food every day it's so sad i i i have to admit as much as i love food what i love even more is not having to think too much in the mornings especially yeah. so yeah. i do eat the same thing a lot for breakfast yeah. I, I just i have yogurt granola and blueberries i just want really? i have blueberries yeah. and oats you guys have breakfast like a, an advert for breakfast yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah i do think this is like uh yeah it's like gwyneth paltrow or something well yeah. no hers would be more fussy well she'd she'd steam the blueberries and shove them up her vagina yeah <laughs> really well, you know what it is because yeah. i wake up so late that i need something that'll keep me going on but that won't push lunch back to 4 p.m or whatever yeah that's so fair that kind of works out Usually breakfast is my most baroque meal of the baroque. day. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, because I'm like, it's because of doing comedy. You're like, yeah. why wouldn't you have an amazing breakfast yes. every day? That's fair. So I usually, what I used to have is a thing called Turkish eggs, where you get some yogurt, <laughs> whisk it with garlic and olive oil and wow. salt, poach eggs, put the eggs in the garlicky, yogurty sauce you heat the yogurt up in the oven as well ah. then you make some spicy chili butter on a pan with butter olive oil and chili flakes right then drizzle it over the top of the blimey the eggs and then serve it with some sourdough toast whoa you call that, me fancy yeah that was the kind of breakfast i was having fancy pants and now i'm like just accept that you're not going to enjoy breakfast and you're going to eat oats and berries for a while. Like a- <laughs> you eat like a bear. Yeah. And then move on to something nicer for lunch. That's my that's my philosophy. If I could I, I could do without lunch. Lunch is the shittest meal Wait, of the day. No. What? Well, lunch the only is the reason- best. Lunch has the most po- uh, possibility. It can be anything. No. It can be anything. You only could- if you're having brunch. Yeah. Which is breakfast. No, brunch foods. brunch is the most dictated meal brunch is my favorite meal as you know yeah i know that we we, we go for a we've lot of had brunches. thousands of brunches you together a lot of brunches. <laughs> you're the queen Jack of brunch you. it's the best <laughs> it's, it's the best because it's breakfast but usually in a nice place and your friends can come yeah and it's like a fancy breakfast fern says things like the coffee is great here or the coffee is shit there Really? Yes. I can only go to a place if it has nice coffee, which becomes very rigid and means you have to take Ubers to the other side of Sydney. (laughs) 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 Then we went to that place in Sydney where it was like to an industrial estate. In Sydney? Well, in Sydney on the last day, we went to that fancy brunch place, but it was like in the middle of nowhere. Oh my God, my memory is so bad. You had two breakfasts. I don't remember this. Phil's brain rot has gotten in the way of this memory. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do you remember what breakfast he had? Because in my yeah. opinion, avocado toast often to me just feels like a side. A side yeah, dish. it feels like a con. Yeah. I want I want avocado toast next to some eggs and meat. And Try a full lamb. Some of the best a breakfast full lamb. in Melbourne. A lamb leg. 
a burnt lamb leg. I've never seen breakfast lamb. Um, yeah, I think you have to go pretty Mediterranean to be start getting breakfast lamb. Breakfast lamb. Yeah, you've got to hit the Aegean hard to find some... Uh, it's a post-noon flesh. <laughs> it definitely is, yeah. Lamb, a post-noon flesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what are your pre-noon fleshes? And your your be- pre-noon flesh is your, your, your pig, your swine, king of the pre-noon flesh. Yeah, the pig. The pig. Right enough. Sometimes birds. Well, the egg is sort of pre pre flesh. It's pre chicken flesh. Pre flesh bird. Pre flesh bird, but uh, I mean not nothing else. You wouldn't you wouldn't get poultry in breakfast. You've got to wait till the evening for beef and lamb. You are checking for <laughs> breakfast in Sydney. How ah. dare you? You did. <laughs> what did I have? We went to the bro- another breakfast place in Sydney, and you had some sort of chicken sandwich. As part of the brunch menu. Or was it the place that wasn't very good? It was the place we'd been to before, the year before. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh, that place. Mm. A chicken sandwich? I'm, don't look I'm at me positive. like that. I'm, For brunch? It would have been like, it was like I'm sure a, a fried have, chicken. I've type. never seen Pierre this angry. I don't, I didn't, I don't remember doing it. Was anyway. like, like a club sandwich? No, they have crazy things there, like fried chicken with waffles for breakfast. And oh, that's an American thing. Yeah, like, yeah. um... It, they really are so far ahead of us. But, like, <laughs> but lunch, most days... Brunch technology. They, they are, though. They're putting us to shame. They are. There was, there was one They're time... They're winning the, the, the space race. One time the, in Melbourne, I, know, call it the egg, mm. I got the like spoon a race. square of... Race. <laughs> remember that I got just a square of like compressed melon with some discs of other... of apples with some pansies on it and like a square of rice krispies you can't call them that anymore uh, what <laughs> <laughs> that's that for breakfast yeah it was like Ho- a tenner horse shit and i don't know what the, even the description yeah that was, was. the side yeah <laughs> and then everyone was mocking me because i got some sort of like tiny anorexic breakfast you can't say that anymore well if you ordered i that- got something what an eating disorder patient <laughs> would get <laughs> But lunch, my lunch is disappointing all the time. I always get something that I feel like I should eat, like the prawns and avocado from Pret. Boo. Or, well, we're going yeah. to change your mind about lunch today. Yeah, yeah but today will. our lunch is going to be a dinner food. Well, yeah, well, this is this is the, the 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 source of your misconception then. Yeah. The idea that there is a dinner that food. you can't have dinner foods for lunch. That's why lunch is so great. It's because you can have any food you want. A Sunday roast is lunch. Yeah. I hate roasts. Do you? Look, we don't I have think time. It's the worst. We don't have time to get into okay. the roasts. Yeah, that's true. Let's um, let's we, do some correspondence. We do some correspondence. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
correspondence. Ring letters, emails, emails, phone calls, correspondence. The phone, what was your insane sounding poo and vomit story? It was in a hotel as well. Uh, I was gigging in Belfast a couple of years ago and I had a, this is one thing that put me off eating meat, that was this whole situation. I had a sausage roll uh, from a from a stall in the train station. It tasted a bit funny. Yeah. Uh, went on my gig, went to bed, woke up. I'm normally very excited about hotel breakfasts, but I felt very strange. And uh, I'd say within minutes of me waking up, I started to do explosive liquid shit in the <laughs> toilet. Yeah. And then I started to be sick. And the force of the shit sort of like <laughs> propelled my body off the toilet. <laughs> you achieved lift off. <laughs> Cape Canaveral. Well... I somehow shit all up the wall behind me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and then, wow. <laughs> and then um, I had a flight to get. So I phoned my boyfriend crying and I was like, you have to help me. I think I need an ambulance. <laughs> and he just laughed at me. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get on the plane. And he just kept laughing at me. <laughs> so I got off the phone. I started trying to get dressed. Um, I remember I put my bra on and then I put some deodorant on and the smell of the deodorant made me puke everywhere <laughs> and I puked with such force that my bra flew off my body and then I sh- <laughs> my bra flew off and then I just shot everywhere again <laughs> so, wait 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 so then I start to try and clean up my shit, and then I puke my <laughs> <of the> shit. <laughs> and then I start trying to put my brow on again. Yeah. <laughs> your bra, your bra pinging off is the best part. Of it. <laughs> Play the worst burlesque show of all time. <laughs> all the best. So wait, like that, <laughs> so that, that sequence goes deodorant. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I better then clean this sex up. Again, yeah. Oh my god. It was terrible. That's incredible. That's so funny. It was so roll. terrible. All from a sausage roll. I'm positive that was the only thing I had. And then, um, uh, yeah. And then I got the plane. Well, in the airport, they're all really overcautious about, like, terrorists or whatever in Belfast Airport. Yeah. So um, they started to open up my suitcase, and I was like, I'm going to warn you now, I've, <laughs> I've shat and puked over all my clothes, <laughs> so maybe don't go through my suitcase. And, and they were like, well, I'll be the judge of that. Well, yeah, he was, and then after he sort of realized, and he just, like, put loads of hand sanitizer all over his hands. <laughs> And then I collapsed in Belfast Airport. I got on my hands and knees in the runway and just like puked like Team America style. <laughs> well, really, like as you walk into the plane? I, on, as everyone was queuing to get on the plane, I, just, I got on my hands and knees <laughs> and just puked. And people just like walked, just stepped over me thinking I was hungover. 
And then they tried to stop me getting on the plane and I was like, no, I have to, I think I was doing like a radio show in Scotland. So then I got the plane, then I collapsed in Glasgow airport. Someone put me in a taxi to my mum's house and then I spewed into a bag while the taxi driver just laughed. He was really cool about it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's That's lucky. Um, Fuck, I'm amazed that you managed to get yourself onto the plane, even though they didn't want you. Oh, it was horrible. I'm amazed you had enough in you to be vomiting, to vomit that much. Like, it sounds like you'd... Did, or the, or I, well, I, d- I remember I looked, after it, I looked really radiant because I lost so much weight from it. I looked like I'd been on a detox or something. Well, you you had. Just, In a way, yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not with lemons. Yeah. <laughs> with a dirty old saucy roll. With a dirty yeah. saucy roll. Ugh. My God. That's that's vigorous. Get I on mean. that, Paltrow. Why isn't she sending that to shove up your veg? Yeah. The yeah. new, the new saucy goo roll. sausage roll. All our sausage rolls are raw, and we've left them in the sun for a bit. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> and shove them up your vagina. She always puts things up there. Yeah. Paltrow. Jade eggs. Jade eggs. Yeah. Um, Weird. Very, very odd. What an odd woman. Um, so yeah, there's been a woman giving herself third degree burns from steam in her vagina. Yeah. Oh, she had to go to hospital for vag burns. Did she learn that off Paltrow? Yeah. 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 Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. You'd love to correct Gwyneth Paltrow. What do you mean? Because you love correcting people. Well, I think in that case, it would be valid. Yeah. Okay. She's just saying you'd uh, enjoy yourself. Yeah, that was what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, Phil, Luke Luke says uh, he saw your show at Soho Theatre and, and, and managed to refrain from shouting out, keep on jacking it. Oh, thanks, Luke. Very kind of you. Uh, I've um, scuppered the rhythm somewhat. Yes, and compliments you on your uh, Japanese barber impression. Thank you. I've been working on it. Um, <coughs> um, oh, sorry. We have a good email here from Jack. Keep jacking it. Yep. Good morning. This episode. Yeah. Good morning, Bud Squad leaders. Uh, So, episode 28, the Voldemort anagram discussion got me thinking. I'm sure you were already aware that Bud Pod Philwang Pierre Novelli is an anagram of We Bud Hollering Divine Plop Rap. (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly oh, the podcast that's the whole vibe it's divine hollering a lot of divine hollering and we we rhyme about we, poo and yeah the crazy part is it also has 28 letters <gasps> wow. episode 28 it um, all lines up very strange um, I'm in no doubt this is certainly deliberate and now you're both Illuminati P.S. if you had a theme tune do you think it would be thank you by Dido but with an okay added before <laughs> each time she says thank you and ah okay thank you <laughs> yeah, it does work that's good Koji, me the best uh, poo Jack, the best poo. Okay, let's see. Shall we do one more? Uh, let's do a couple more. Oh my god, we have a, a poo bag story. Another poo bag story. We had a poo bag story last time. No, but this is like a colostomy bag. Oh shit. Yeah. Let's see. I'm a big fan of this. Oh no! Yeah, okay, this is great. Right, uh, this this might be this is a, a bum bum highlight. This okay. email, uh, it's from Tim. Tim, very slim. Well, he if, might be if he's put it all out. Yeah, well, this is it. So, Tim says, "Dear two peas in a pod." Um, I've listened to every episode of your podcast after being recommended by my friend Hannah, uh, someone who's always enjoyed Bum Bum Talk as much as I have. I'm writing in to share some revelations I've had after some pretty hefty medical interventions. Oh, okay. He says, I'm doing okay now. Oh, good. And inspired by the hilarious account. 
of Phil's own brush with this sort of thing in the famous Bud Poo episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, is, this happened in Melbourne when, it, when I had to get my, my poo samples. You remember this? Yeah. yeah. He, he, Phil told the story in full on the podcast, and it's one of the top episodes. <laughs> my, my own brother-in-law was listening to Bud Poo while he walked around New York on a business trip and was like crying with laughter in the road. <laughs> At your story, Phil. I think I'd just gone to Phil's room just after he'd done his sample, or the sample was still around, so I feel really honoured. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, also how my date found out that there was poo in the flat at the time. Oh, and yeah. She has, to her credit, been very cool about it. She listened to the <laughs> podcast and texted Phil, going, Oh my God, I didn't realise you had to leave because you had a bag of poo to deliver. <laughs> oh my God. I really, I have an appointment to keep. Um, anyway, I, I said I had to go to the aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> and and in a way, at, I did. Oh, yeah. Look at all the big turds floating Make in there. brown fishes. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim says, after it transpired, I had some particular nastiness in my large intestine. To cut a long story short, they opened me up and cut out a large section of it. They told me beforehand that normally they'd sew the two remaining ends of the intestine back together, but such was the inflammation that on a temporary basis, they would divert the end of my small intestine out of a new hole in my stomach. I think like stomach area rather than uh. stomach. This is uh. called a stoma. Yeah. And staple shut the onward passage towards my bum hole. The alternative to them doing this was me being dead. So naturally I gave them a hearty, okay, thank you, and went under anesthetic. Yeah, so it comes out of your, your belly and then you, stick a, you attach a bag to it on the outside. Well, right? indeed. So fast forward a few weeks, he says. My traditional anus. So <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the old fashioned. Uh, so the old ways, like, like Nana used to shit. <laughs> my, my traditional anus is, <laughs> is not connected to anything. And my contemporary stomach anus has a smart and stylish bag accessory, which is changed regularly and fits neatly under clothing. This poo bag setup is technically called an ileostomy and is getting pretty common. I don't know about that, but fair enough. Uh, many of your other listeners may even have one. I, I have a friend who had one for a bit. Me too. Mm. Maybe they're the same friend. Well, then it is common. Yes, maybe. Well, it's only two so far. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I don't know anyone that's got it's, one. It's but so- how do you know? That's true. Because one time I was getting off with this guy and then he didn't want to shag me. And I now think it's because he had one of them bags. <gasps> yeah. Not, not out you of nowhere. You jumped straight to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only well, reason someone the could not have one sex with me. <laughs> possible reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fern Brady. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, some kind of shit bag? Because he'd had Crohn's disease before. Ah, that's So I it. thought that was... But yeah, I was like, "That's got. There's nothing wrong with me." <laughs> that's, that's that's a man who needed the confidence of a nappy fetishist. Yeah. What a shame that he mm. didn't have the confidence that the nappy man did. Yeah, it annoys Phil when I think people want to shag me. Yeah, because you text me, you think people fancy you, but you're just gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. that I need to <laughs> Um, now, normally, so uh, he says, many of your other listeners may even have one. Now, normally, you wouldn't know my poo bag was even there. Mm. However, because I absolutely have no control over what my small intestine might be doing at any particular time, my shiny new anus is liable to emit a series of tiny but audible farts at any time, Mm. no matter what I'm doing or who I'm talking to. (laughs) (laughs) Occasionally, it will unleash such a torrent of gas that the bag inflates like a balloon in hardly any time at all. It produces... It produces tiny poos about five millimeters in diameter pretty much constantly, and I can <gasps> feel it often. I can often feel it doing so. Fuck. This is an odd sensation when I'm otherwise going about my normal life. 
Occasionally, while someone is talking to me, I will think to myself, I am doing a poo right now, and you don't even know it. <laughs> and the temptation to start giggling is almost overwhelming. <laughs> My sexy secret. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a poo. That's, that makes him like a benign, like good version of the nappy man. Yeah. Wait, so he does He's five millimeter poos out his tummy? Into the hole, into the bag, yeah. But his bum hole's stapled shut. No, the bum holes are stable. The bum holes, it's sta- the, the, the internal bit is is, is closed. So the bum holes still just a bum hole. bum hole, but the large intestine leads up to basically... A dead um, end. Yeah, so where do his, fart, his farts go in the bag? Yeah. yeah. Not like a balloon. out his bum? No. no. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, he says, you may be thinking this all sounds like a pain. And yes, I was thinking it sound, that. It sounds very inconvenient. But there are upsides too. For the last few years, I've had a constant low-level worry about shitting myself because of a few close calls when I've been caught short. But imagine having a bag s- permanently strapped to your bum bum. Yeah. Clearly, shitting yourself is no longer possible, or, depending on how you look at it, something you do all the time. Uh, so I worry no longer. I hope this account is not too disgusting for you to share. Not at all. Uh, I have omitted many of the fun, uh, super fun poo-related scrapes one can get into in this sort of thing in the interest of brevity. Tim, send it in. Koji, etc. Uh, uh, P.S. You might think that the fact that my bum hole is no longer connected to my digestive system or any other part of my body would mean that nothing comes out of it anymore. Wrong. <laughs> That's something they do not tell you about when you have the operation. <gasps> Mysterious. I wow, he's left out of that. The cliffhanger. I think probably slime would come out. Goop. A goopy, kind of mucus. Yeah. yeah. Goopy yeah. goop. Mucus. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> maybe, I, I won't say who it is, but the person I know who, who partially grew up with a, a poo bag uh, was a very active teen, despite his temporary poo bag. Mm. And uh, the worst story was when he was playing cricket with his poo bag, and he was fielding, and someone hit the cricket ball, and he dove for it, and like popped his his oh, poo no. bag by landing on it. And he was in his cricket whites, you know, so it was like a very clear what had occurred. Match called off for burst shit bag. Yeah, tea time. Iliostomy, I remembered it. I thought it was colostomy. Iliostomy. But if you have brown on your tummy, people aren't going to be like, oh, he shit himself. They'll just be like, it's mud. Yeah, but you yeah. know, don't you? And the yeah. smell will but, but like, tipping people off. But be the great people... for festivals, though. Oh, yeah. A poo bag. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, um, my, my question to this guy, because he eventually he had it all reconnected, as, I, as I'm sure Tim will at some point. Yeah. Um, and I said to him, well, what did it feel like to use your bumhole for the first time in years? Hmm. Your bum's not been doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and had a big old break. Not many bum holes get a break. You have to smash sham- a, b- a bottle of champagne against your ass cheek. <laughs> and like a ship, and a new ship. what does it feel like? Does it feel good? He said it was just normal. Just, it's just back to normal. Oh. Yeah, I was disappointed. Like riding a bike. It wouldn't like everything shitting through would, a bike. It would, it would be like machinery starting up again. You'd hear like, put, 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 and everything sort of creaking in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Clink, 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 clink. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> turning on old taps. Yeah, like yeah. getting a heating, uh, turning heating on for the first time in the year. Yeah. <laughs> An old radiator full of shit. Pooing's the best. <laughs> it is the best. Uh, well, it is. It is the best. I uh, uh, I think it makes people unhappy when they don't poo. Because yeah. it affects your serotonin uh, as length to your gut, apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if it's all clogged up with shit, you're not going to feel happy. Yeah. That's I mean, the science for today. a very good evolutionary reason. Are you on? No.
No, sad. Oh, I wish I, I wish I did. Um, well, thanks very much for joining us, Fern, and and contributing your own very like high ranking top top three poo story. Really good poo stories. Oh, thank you. To, f- to be to be to be physically launched off the toilet with vigor. Mm. Paint the wall, ping off a brav, throw it. Like, I mean, so mm. many layers to I, it. I felt like we were Prudleaf and Paul Hollywood tasting a, like a really good cake from one of the new contestants. Yes, going, this is excellent. I'm just going, lovely, it's exactly what you wanted. Lovely crumb. Yeah, lovely crumb. <laughs> lovely crumb. There's bum. flavor there, and there's body. There was throwing up. Um, there was physical comedy. There was there was there was peril. Would you get on the flight? You know, yes, I was, yes. I, I was interested. There was betrayal. There were heroes and villains. Yeah. I have to say, I've since had other bouts of food poisoning, and uh, it really makes you appreciate how funny that one was because the other ones were quite mediocre the yeah. poo oh, good, went yeah. in the right place and yeah all my clothes stayed on yeah, so you, you <laughs> learn from the, those first mistakes don't you and the cost yeah. is your worst stories but yeah clothes um but thank you so much for coming on fern um uh and people can find you and harass you um on instagram <laughs> and twitter uh yeah i'm on instagram and twitter don't and I'm, a, I'm on tour come and see me on tour hashtag see fern on tour and leave her alone <laughs> yeah those are the two <laughs> things that fern wants yeah she wants you to see the show and leave her alone yeah <laughs> it's that's a, great yeah those are the good combo of wishes and yeah. it's entirely fair enough give it to her for christmas yeah <laughs> um thanks fern thanks here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 